Welcome to the Journey of a Misfit with Valerie Hayes and Katrina King. How can I not be judged when your spirit's in this place? How can I not be moved when you're when you're around me? Hey, welcome to Journey of a Misfit. This is Valerie Hayes. And this is Katrina King. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Wow, it's been 2019 now for almost a week. Woohoo! Woo. How's the week been so far for you? I have tried to figure out what day it is forever. Yeah. Because I wake up and I think today, I, I, is it a Monday? Is it a Wednesday? Is it a Friday? I don't know. Yeah. It's no. a little confusing. And, and I've been on break for over two weeks, and so I have no clue what day it is. <laughs> So. Yeah, so I like, am I, so what, so like today, you know, am I, am I, am I going up to the church today? Am I, what am I doing today? Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yep. Exactly. So did you have a good new year? I did. I had a great new you year. You did. And it was something special that day. It was. Tell us about that. It was my 29th birthday. You look fantastic for 29. Thank you. <laughs> Actually, it was the 19th anniversary of, of my 29th, 29th okay, birthday. Okay. And everybody's trying to do math in their head right yeah. now. Yeah. So that's, that's 28. What was your favorite gift? Well, there were two. <laughs> what were they? I got a really cool pair of socks with my doggy's face on them and anybody that knows me knows that i just love my little dog and i got a really cool bestie book uh-huh and that was from my bestie yes valerie hayes that was from me yes it was a fun a fun it. little um project that i got to work on it was really cool yeah that was, was really was good are probably two of the best gifts i've ever received that's cool they're awesome awesome well happy birthday happy Thank new you. year happy new year how was your new year my new year was great too i you know we we hung out at misfits all night and rung in the new year with a, with everybody from the church and, yep. and i can't believe that my little three-year-old guy stayed up until midnight <laughs> oh my goodness um, but yeah, it was it was good. And then you know the thing that's so funny about New Year's Eve is, obviously you know you go into the new year and and everybody you know has hopes and dreams. You right. know some people set resolutions. Feels like a new yeah. You're new just beginning. like okay, new beginning. But we stay up so late that it's um, I I felt like I was like oh my god I feel like I'm 20 again and I'm like hungover and I slept until 11 <laughs> even though I wasn't hungover and but you, so it's like all of those goals that you set like the night before you're like well I've already. Screwed all that. Already up. screwed it up because yeah. it's eleven o'clock and well, half the way is gone. I, that's why I always say if I'm and I don't really set resolutions. Yeah. But I am a person that I'm. A, it's a new beginning. It's a new. But I wait until January second because okay. I know. I mean, especially with my birthday mm-hmm. being New Year's Eve, it's always well. Used to be that was like the start of the three day hangover, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. or or binge or right. you know whatever. But now it's just I know January second because I mean it's still technically that the holiday right. technically is January first. Mm-hmm. So anything that I'm going to do if I'm going to start January first, I start January second. Yeah. yeah, because it just seems like that's the new fresh start. Amen. So. Yeah, I like that. So it's interesting because just looking through, you know, Facebook posts and social media and things like that and how people are responding to the new year. And, um, you know, a lot of people are real positive going in. Um, mm-hmm. I, it always makes me a little sad, you know, the people that are like, you know, burying 2018 and, and have just had, I've had a few had years like really that, rough years. Yeah. Um, and just looking forward to 2019. So I'm just, you know, for anybody out there that 2018 was kind of a drag for you. 
You know, I um, I pray that 2019, just the new vision for you. I yep. pray that, um, you know, and, and today we're going to kind of talk about um, joy and happiness. And Well, and even if 2019 ends up not being all it's cracked up to be, doesn't end up well, being good, we still have hope. We I, still have a yeah. Savior that gets us through and all I kinda that. I kind of hate to be like that Debbie Downer, like, wah, wah. We need one of those little wah, wah. wah, wah, wah. But, um, you know, I kind of have a theory that you're either... We have a boo. boo. <laughs> I mean, pretty much because this is this is not our home. You know, this is right. this is just a stopping place. We're not um, of this world. We're not, and so we're either going into a crisis, in a crisis, or coming out of a crisis. Pretty much all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and the good news about that is that um, because of Jesus and because of what He did for us during those times. Um, there's a lot that we can learn. There's a lot that he will do with that. I mean, God never wastes a trial um, on us. You know, he doesn't just throw trials at us just to, to mess with us. He's always got something he's going to teach us, and there's always going to be growth that comes from that. So um, so just, you know, be encouraged. If it was kind of a cruddy year in 2018, 2019 might be a cruddy year too. But that's God okay. is good. God is and, good, and he is on the throne. And um, through it all, he wants to bring you closer to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and but that's a choice, you know. I think we always have a choice how we're going to deal with whatever comes up in our life. Well, when he knocks on the door, we we and we always say that we, you know, God knocks. God God gives you opportunity after opportunity. The problem is, is we've got to open the door. Mm-hmm. We've got to accept. We've got to accept the invitation. We've got to. I mean, he does the he does all the work. All we just have to do is say yes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, what does that look like? Well, submission to to him and mm-hmm. everything that he's got for us. Right. Right. And and obedience as yeah. far as you know in his word life does come with a manual mm-hmm. and it's the bible. Yeah. Absolutely. So I saw actually a really cute thing on Facebook and it had a brand new baby. I mean the baby probably was a day old and he was laying on a big bible mm-hmm. and it says look it did come with a, <laughs> a, oh, that a is cute. an instruction manual. It was oh, really cute. That's sweet. So okay, so you didn't really make any New Year's resolutions for yourself. Well, I mean, I do, but, but I don't. I mean, what, what do you got? What are your hopes and goals and dreams, kind of going into this new year? Well, this one, I actually, and it's you. They're all usually spiritual. So mm-hmm. I want. Um, last year, I think it was was it last year, or the year before. But anyway, doesn't matter. Radical obedience, mm-hmm. and what does that look like? Mm-hmm. And obviously, I don't know if it was last year or the year before. So I don't know that I was intentional <laughs> successful at it well i was i would think i was successful but i wasn't mm. intentional and okay. i want to be intentional but i want i want obedience without like randy said without the legalism right i don't want to oh i can't do that mm. i'm sorry you mm. know because that's not what being a christian is mm. all about being a christian is about being having fun well, and, and, don't you and think, having fun in jesus name and don't you think being obedient is just saying yes to the great things that god has for you yes to choose his way instead of right. the world's way yeah because my i mean my way sucked yeah i'm sorry i just said sucked you on the did. radio sucks, twice sucks, sucks. <laughs> it did it did so my and, resolution I mean, is that we don't say sucks anymore on the radio okay we can do that okay cool <laughs> but my way was not very good right and it did not work out very yeah. well and it was it was fun for a season i thought yeah. it was great and everything's great but and then what happens yeah. then you you wake up with a hangover right. you wake up you know and you, you you've got to come out of that season mm-hmm. and so living god's way Mm, is good. first of all january 1st i woke up and i was not hung over which yeah. is i mean you know pre-2011 you didn't wake up going oh dear god what did i do last night yes like what exactly. did i say who did i 
what ooh, and who is this guy or what you yep. know yeah or whose I'm pants with you, are these <laughs> yeah where did <laughs> where these come from <laughs> right um, i'm with you because i think you know that was my story too so yeah. it's nice to wake up next to my husband and yeah. and know that you remember everything yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. even though i was trying to be vanna white with my game <laughs> so okay. nobody would it's play right. with me but that's it's okay right. it was we fun ed- it was fun we, we did have that. a good night so yeah. so you know the thing that i like that i want to talk about today though is because i think that there's a difference between like happiness because i know that's kind of our word mm-hmm. in recovery this week is happiness um but i think that there's a real difference between happiness and joy yes and i think that my prior life i had a lot of um happiness and fun and you know i was happy and um and some of the things that i was doing but there was never joy there was never completion or satisfaction along the way and (laughs) and what usually followed was regret yes and consequences um so you know i think i think you can find happiness in in your walk with jesus absolutely and it's just different because that happiness manifests more as like joy right and i think happiness is circumstantial it is and joy is something that's a state of mind it's just and it's a fruit of spirit it is and it's it is a state of mind knowing that and you could be not happy about all the stuff that's going on I almost said crap on the radio (laughs) we won't say that just throw them all out there now just throw them all out there now we'll get it done with we'll get the FDA uh, of all or the FHA or what's the radio? FCC. FCC. That's PhD. Okay. Yeah. So, but all the stuff going on, you could have a lot of bad stuff going on and still be joyful mm-hmm. because you you know. Right. And I think you were going to say that scripture actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so the, the, the scripture that I just kind of popped in my head is James one, which I love. James, if you've never read James, it's a great great book. Um, and he says in chapter two, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Verse so two. one, just right there, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. So one, that indicates that they're going to. It's coming. It's going to happen. It's verse two. Sorry, you said chapter two. So it's oh, verse chapter oh, one, verse chapter two. Chapter one, verse two. Yeah. Thanks. But yeah, so they're um, going to happen. Three says, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And I love the next part too. If any one of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who is who will generously give it to you. Mm-hmm. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. So I like, I, I just, I love that whole thing because one, the testing of my faith produces perseverance. Well, I don't know that until I've persevered. Mm-hmm. And once I've persevered, I can look back and go, oh, okay, I've persevered. This and test caused me to persevere. <laughs> right, and it's okay if you if you don't as long as you come back because i mm-hmm. i had a several tests of my faith that i just like i was done i'm mm-hmm. like i'm not mm-hmm. i'm turning around i'm not doing this mm. if this is what happens when i follow god i don't want anything mm. to do with it yeah but yeah. I, I realized it and that was as close as i've ever been that's part of my testimony actually the closest i've ever been to jesus well at that point in time mm-hmm. and my life completely fell apart and isn't that interesting i mean because you and do I have thought, an enemy i, I do mean, you have an adversary who hates you right but where else would god have me right. except in the palm of his hand mm-hmm. when my life was going to fall apart right. so rather than rest in that and say 
okay, we'll get through this. I just, I turned my back and Mm -hmm. I said, I don't, I I still believe in you. I still have faith, but I am walking away because Mm -hmm. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want to live for you anymore knowing that that's what's going to happen. That was going to happen anyway. Right. That's not why it happened, but God had, had me and I, he had me in his palm and I jumped out. And you know, I think there's, there's two ways that, that a person handles a trial or, um, just you know adversity Mm -hmm. there's two ways you can handle it you know you you're either going to be resentful Mm -hmm. and bitter towards god or you're going to trust him Mm -hmm. and be grateful um and and the second one having done both yeah the second way is much easier it turns out better doesn't it it does and and you know and that's the thing is it and it might not even turn out the way you think it will turn out and it's not going to be pretty it's going to be hard. But what God is doing is he is looking within you and seeing something that needs to be removed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he loves you so much that he's He's going to allow things to happen. It's just like I want you to consider if, if you're a parent out there, um, you know, we love our kids more than anything. And we try to give guidance to our kids, you know, like we're like, hey, don't, you know, don't, don't play too close to this or don't you know don't walk on the furniture or don't you know whatever we get we give guidelines to them um and sometimes they choose to not follow them and a lot of times when they choose not to follow them natural consequences happen you know sometimes bad things just happen without them making bad choices because of the world that we just live in you know um but but i think that as a parent you don't then look in at your child and your love change for them right you know you look in and you pick them up and you go "Uh uh-huh see i told you like this these things are going to happen you know but let me teach you something through this let me show you something that something better through this you know and i think that the father he does that you know he 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 notices the things in us that are more of the world than more like him and he wants us so much to have access to that abundant life that he that Jesus mm-hmm. came to give us and he loves us so much not to leave us in our exactly mess. and the abundant life that he promised us is not a bigger car a bigger house a bigger paycheck a bigger that's you not know, abundant life it, it's you know it, more likes on faith i mean that's not abundant life because if it was those things would satisfy mhm but they never do. I don't know of anyone who is ever satisfied with things because things break, things wear out. And they always want more. And they and you always want more. It's never but the enough. abundant life that I believe God wants us to have is the fruit of the spirit and joy mm-hmm. is a part of that. Yes. You know, and again it's joy is that trusting that that God's got a good plan for this, so even in the midst of bad things, good is going to come, mm-hmm. and I can walk in joy and, and be thankful and, and rejoice, and um, and I love that. Way back years ago, I don't even remember who it was, somebody told me to have joy in your life. You have to live as and with things in certain order, in joy order, Jesus, yeah. others, and yourself. Mm. So yourself comes last. Okay. So live for Jesus, yeah. live and, and serve others. Yeah. And Amen. Than yourself. I love that. I love that. And then the, the just the other part of the verse that I think is super important is when it says, "If any one of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God." You know what? He's not afraid of you to ask Him, "Why is this happening to me? Why am I going through this?" God, He's not afraid of those questions. He's aware. He knows. You know, He. It, you're not going to offend Him if you question something. God, why am I going through this? Why is this happening to this person? I'm so confused. Help me understand 
this. He's kind and he's generous. And kind of like will, we would be with our kids. Exactly how we if, would. I mean, like yeah. if, if our kids were going through pain and suffering and they came and said, mom, dad, why is this happening? You wouldn't go, get over it. Don't question me. You'd yeah. be like, sweetheart, I'm, you know, come on my lap. Let's talk about this. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that that's what loving parents do. And God is so much more loving than we could ever be as parents, yeah. you know, so much more. So, well, and that's sometimes too, though, that's hard for someone when we call God the Father. And we, for me, it's easy because I had a, an earthly father that was absolutely amazing. And right, he's right. my daddy. Yeah. Somebody that doesn't have that, yeah, it's hard for them to understand. Well, wait, what, that's what not exactly love? a pretty right. picture, is, right? But knowing that it's the perfect father, mm-hmm. the perfect father's mm-hmm. love, perfect love, perfect love, yeah, absolutely perfect. So if your if your father is not the ideal image of what a father should be, your heavenly father is. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And how is. are you going to know what? who your heavenly father is but to get into his word right and to, to read about who he is the other thing um that that i think about too is the um and i'm gonna have to look it up really quick about um i think it, i believe it was paul that says um i've learned being content mm. um do you know what that scripture is i believe it's in romans but i don't know where I think so, too, and I think I just read it recently. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm really bad at recalling. It's one of my, no, that's not it. Romans 8, maybe? Let's look at Romans 8 and see. That's the other thing, too, is I think that sometimes I was listening to this story just today. I'm reading a new book with my ears. I love reading with my ears, and it's called Restless. It's really Mm. good. I had lunch with one of my friends yesterday, and I was just sharing with her kind of where I've been spiritually, and she's like, you need to read this book. I said, that just that word resonates with me. Mm, me it too. just resonates with me. And this particular author, the author was talking about uh, they adopted a young man from Rwanda, and, um, and this young man is just struggling with being a Rwandan in America with a white family, you know, and asking those questions about, you know, why was I born in Africa? Why was I born to a mother that didn't want me? Why, 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 why? And I thought that the author, Jenny is her name, was so, I think it was Jenny, um, her response was so good. And she said, you have just got to understand that God knew exactly what Yes, Um, knew exactly what he was doing. He put you in the womb of that woman. He did, I mean, everything that he did, everything that has happened in your life was God's plan for you. Mm. There was no accidents. Um, and, And I love that because I think sometimes we get, you know, we have families and we have situations that are not ideal, our ideal of what they should be. And and to be quite honest, sometimes they're downright dysfunctional and Mm. harmful and just, you know, and and it makes us question God's love and his sovereignty and his wisdom, you know, and and it's easy for me to sit here and say that because I'm like you, I was a person that had, my parents were amazing and I had a great upbringing and, but you know what, I've still probably got a good 30, 40 years in this life, I hope. Who knows what could happen? I mean, right. you know, I've been blessed this, thus far, but I, I trust God. I, I feel like that, that's, so then when things do happen, I just trust him. I just trust him. And things don't go the way I want, and I've had hurt, and I've had pain in my life. And so if you're a person that's just questioning, you know, God, why? Why did you give me this life? Why am I here? Why am I? Why do I have this family? Why do I struggle so like I do why? with this? When, And it's really hard, too, when, when you know somebody that 
yeah. doesn't struggle. Yeah. And it's like, well, why am I why being am I punished? And, and you know, and it's it, funny because I was like. saying to a friend, this friend that I had lunch with, I said, you know, I really believe, I just, because this is, I just, I feel like I know the heart of God as best as I can today. And I said, you know, God's, I just read the other day that God doesn't have favoritism. Okay, nope. so he doesn't have favorites. Like all of his children, he loves them all. But I just believe that he looks at his children who have gone through suffering and trial, and he just has an adoration and a love for you that's different than the love he has for me. You know what I mean? Well, like the kind of like the love we have for our own kids. Yeah, I don't and love one of them less than the other. But you love them differently. But I love them different. And 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 the thing that I you know, I believe like okay, so I'm a worshiper. That's what I do. And that's and that's my story and that's my gift and it encourages people and it edifies the church and it and it's you know it's those kinds of things, but then there are those people that have experienced such atrocities and have survived, and what they do to help other people heal is so much more beautiful than me getting up and singing a song. It brings so much more glory to God, you know. I mean, I just really believe that. I believe that when a person is redeemed. And God has restored their life because that's what he wants to do. And then you're able to tell your story and help another person find healing. Oh, my gosh. That, to me, the, I mean, the angels are just celebrating, and it's a good thing. And I know you're looking at me. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Yeah, singing songs is important. But, I mean, well, really, I it's would, oh, yeah, it is. And there's a million singers out there. There's a million people who can sing beautiful songs, but only one of you that has your story. Only one person has your story, and God wants to use that story to bring glory to himself, to heal your life, and to heal others. I mean, I'm sorry. Singers are a dime a dozen. It's special, but it's not that special. And and, and I mean, really. But when you, uh, to me, okay. when you... <laughs> I'm, not at, I'm not looking for validation. No, I'm, really I'm not, not giving you validation. <laughs> but, but first of all, your voice is absolutely amazing. But to me, when you sing... Uh, like it's when part Jamie of the sings, healing. I know. I mean, it's, it's like there are. It's because it's not that your and your voice is beautiful, but it's not because your voice is so beautiful that we ad- adore your worship. It's because we know your heart for Jesus, right. and you that comes through your music more than more than I think that you even know. Right. Well, and I and I and I do know that people receive healing mm-hmm. um, through music, and yep. and and that's and so I'm part of that process for them, and I love that. That's my piece. My piece. I have a couple pieces in. Um, and being a part of God's kingdom, you know, and, and all of the, you know, the scripture says that, that the body, like every part is important. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't have all feet, you can't have all hands, like every part is important. But I'm telling you as a person whose life work has been in um, walking with people who um, have hurt mm. and who have yeah. scars and wounds, when I, to to watch God painting a tapestry over their life is the most beautiful thing for me. It's such an encouragement to me, and and I admire um, those people. And I know, like, if you're listening, you're like, you have no idea how awful my life has been. I, I don't, but I love and appreciate that you are alive and that you've survived and that you have. You're making you're it through. Strong it's, 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 you're strong enough to right. wake up today, um, you know, and... Um, that's a superhero to me. It really is. I mean, I'm, I just... Somebody that's come through and that's still surviving, so... And I know that it, you know, and I've been low. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been really low. Mm-hmm. And, and so I know how it is to be there, but 
to tie a knot in your rope and hang on and yeah. just just i mean and sometimes it's just existing yeah. from day to day yeah. that is to me is so courageous and so strong it is and god and, sees you you know mm-hmm. like the rest of the world you might not feel like anyone notices your strength um and that getting out of bed is the biggest thing that you've done mm-hmm. breathing <laughs> in and out yeah breathing in and out like is is um is um, victory for you but god sees god absolutely he, sees. he sees and he notices and he is so excited and happy that you've chosen to say yes to life yeah. you know so um and i will say for somebody that's out there that's low like that dive into the word mm-hmm. and really that's what helped me yeah. dive into the word and really and pray and say god help me god can you i mean re cry out to him because right. he he's that's what he's waiting for is reach bottom and and right. cuz when we come to the end of ourselves then we can come he, right. then to and that's just it is you know we we try and we we strive and we strive and we strive to to do things on our own and in our own strength we say this all the time on this program in our own wisdom and our own whatever and it and we continue to just keep going back to where we were and there's little growth that happens and it isn't until we finally say i can't do this like i don't have the strength i'm i'm weak i can't like then i think that's when god's finally like um thank you i will now pick it up from here you know what i mean like now that you're out of the way i can do what i want to do and i think that's a lot with relationships too Mm -hmm. like with an enabler yeah or a codependent person so they're waiting for the for the person to get out of the way you know stop saving them yeah so that god can do i mean obviously that's really hard to do it is but just to throw your hands up and say I'm sorry, I can't yeah. help you do this yeah. because usually, if an addict or someone like that is is happy with you, then mm-hmm. you might you might want to check yourself. If they're not, right? So, did you right. have that scripture? I want to. Yeah, I'm going to end with this scripture, um, and this is out of Philippians four twelve to thirteen because we love God's word. Um, it says, "I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned that the secret of being content." In any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. I should have known that was Philippians because it's tattooed on my arm. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's your life first, remember? (laughs) Well, one of them. That's funny. She just has too many. She can't keep up with them. So, So again, guys, just, you know, this is 2019 is going to be as good as you allow it to be for you whether mm-hmm. in in plenty or in need um it can still be your best year yet um so reach out to us let us know how we can be supporting you in your journey because it's not easy um even if it's a prayer request we'd love yeah. we're we're honored and privileged to be totally, able to totally and we're prayer warriors yes. so we know the power of hitting yes. our knees yes and it's not us hitting our knees it's jesus but we can we Amen. love to intercede yep Amen. So again, guys, have a great week and be praying with us as we're looking for a new sponsor for our show. And uh, just remember that Jesus is so crazy about you. He loves you so much Mm -hmm. um, that he took all the suffering that was meant for you on that cross so that you could have abundant life and walk with him. So just be looking for him throughout the week. Reach out to us and we'll see you next week. That's all.
gone 